Don't look under the internet. First ever deludies over the internet. We're in the internet. <laughs> the the all all remote, all recorded through Discord episode that nobody wanted. Yeah, I guess so. Let's. Well, hello everybody, and welcome <laughs> to Don't Look Under the Internet. Uh, that's Doug. Hello. Uh, I'm Mike, and that's Jason. Insert, okay. insert cricket noises there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, so I guess we should probably explain to everybody what's been going on a little bit. Um, so we can get it all out in the air. Um, essentially what's going to be going on is for the next couple weeks, it's just going to be me and Doug just doing a couple uh, fun little mini episodes on little any mysteries and spooky stuff. Um, we kind of uh, built, we kind of put the cart before the horse in an essence. Um, turns out when you record 12 shows a month, <laughs> you also have to record said 12 shows a month and edit 12 shows a month. So the time racks up. And uh, damn it, sorry, my cat's drinking out of my cup. <laughs> um, God damn it, Mike. Yeah, whatever, have the water, I don't care. So, um, you just got way too exhausting, especially because Jason's the only one that know, knew how to edit audio. So we put a lot of pressure on him, and it just kept going, and so he just didn't have the time to do it all. So, I yeah. would say, yeah, so one thing too, Doug, since we're on Discord, look at how meta we're going to get. This is awesome. You can hear when you're scuffling around with your headphones. So, try not to. <laughs> I know, I'm like... They're like lopsided right now, and I can feel them being lopsided. And I'm like, how do I adjust this without being like? It sounds like you're like steering a pirate ship. It's like. <laughs> Speaking of that, I was um, actually playing Sea of Thieves lately, and it is so much fun. Nice. Um, but kind of, kind of get, getting back on track a little bit. Oh. Kind of, oh no, Mike, you're 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 glitching out. Repeat what you said. I sound better? Yes. So we're, we're kind of going to reshape Deludi a little bit. Um, we are going to cut back a little bit. Uh, instead of the 12 episodes that we were doing that exhausted us, we're going to cut back to our weekly episodes, one bonus a month, encrypted a month on SCP. We're going to leave it at that for right now. We, I know a lot of people were fans of Shifting Sands. It's kind of going on hiatus right now while Doug and I learn how to do editing of our own. Uh, Doug and I want to take a whole bunch of stress off of Jason's plate. We put way too much on his plate. We didn't realize it until recently. We want to do our best to help him uh, edit audio. So the best way to do that at the time being is to cut back on episodes. We're still giving you a lot. I still think, what is that? Uh, four regular episodes bonus. Yeah, seven episodes a month is still pretty good in my opinion. Um, I'm hoping one day we can get back up to what we were doing before, but that day's just not coming anytime soon. Um, in this time period, you know, with Doug and I being the only ones recording, 
we want to just let our patrons know, you know, thank you for the love and support that you guys have been showing us. The amount of content going just exclusively exclusively to you guys, it's probably going to be cut down a little bit just for sake of Doug and I being able to put something out every week for everybody. We don't want to do that. Um, that is the last thing we want to do because you guys are essentially paying for our show. You're our producers. <laughs> but we just don't have another option. So you guys can just, uh, you patrons, if you could just bear with us for another couple weeks, we will start getting you guys exclusive content again. Yes, it, it's it's definitely going to be a interesting uh, next couple of weeks. Uh, we should, as long as tonight goes well, uh, we should have content out for you guys every Monday like we, we normally do. Uh, they may be a little shorter. Um, they may even run longer. I, I don't actually know because uh, this is definitely a, a plane that we're building as it takes off uh, yeah. or whatever the cool kids <laughs> are saying. Uh, but that being said, we are setting up for a lot of cool things to come uh, in the yeah. future. Uh, you know, maybe maybe we will start doing Twitch stuff. Uh, if you're in the Discord, you can kind of already see that I've got a little bit of Streamlabs running. Uh, nothing spectacular, but just a little, you know, a little spicy uh, background and image stuff going on that I've been uh, working on. So that being said, uh, we really do appreciate all the love and support we've been getting uh, throughout all this. Um, we really yeah yeah exactly. It, yeah, in the time that you know we went on our hiatus, we had two new patrons, uh, and you know that speaks wonders. We appreciate that. And again, for the next couple of weeks, we are on Discord, like strictly on Discord. Fun because we don't have our audio stuff that's at Jason's house, and we want him to take that break. Jason needed a month off. We want to give it to him, so we just want to let him relax. We don't want to mess with audio stuff at his home. So right now it's a strictly Discord. So please bear with us for the somewhat shitty audio might hear the occasional discord alert or something who knows but just please bear with it yeah and um, you'll probably also notice that there's no intro or outro music uh that's just a long story that i don't feel like explaining so uh that being said mike uh you patrons 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 you yeah they exactly do the thing a new one we got alondra she's she's five that's a five five dollar uh, patron. So thank you, Alondra, you wonderful person. I can't tell what your profile picture is because I'm on mobile, but uh, it looks kind of like a weird clown puppet. So I hate it. <laughs> but I, I love you. <laughs> and then we have uh, Wes Woods, which kind of sounds like a dope DJ name, I'm just saying. You're like, give it up for DJ Wes Woods, or like a, a, a radio show host. <laughs> But uh, he, that is a uh, $10 tier. So thank you, uh, both of you guys. That is super amazing of you. Um, you guys, again, are building this show. You're the reason we're able to do what we do. And I'm, I'm super thankful uh, for those of you that decide to stick around uh, for this next month of weirdness. You know, we appreciate all the support that we can get. It's, it's been a weird couple of weeks, and it's going to be a weird couple more. So please just bear with us. Uh, on that note, Speaking of weird, I got this weird, like... Rash? Uh, notification the other day, Doug. Not a weird rash? No, um, it was from... It was an email I got from TMZ. Uh, um, God damn they it. They sent me a new scoop. Yeah, they sent me a new scoop. So, Jude Law, you might know him from hit movies, like the movies he's done. I believe he was in some gangster movie, and he's in the new Harry Potter movies. But... For the next movie that Jude Law has coming out, 
uh, he plays a kung fu artist, so he decided he was going to learn martial arts. He got so into martial arts that on his time off, he went to go see the Batman movies. He thought, wow, I can do this. I have the experience. So he donned a cape, he donned a cow, and he calls himself Martial Law. You got me with that one. I didn't know where that was going. You're welcome. I was like waiting for the opportunity to just go and be like, bam, this is the punchline, but you got me. More like rude law, am I right? Because he's so mean to people. Ha! So, I also... Remember, speaking of, like, scoops and whatnot, do you remember that old Disney Channel segment, Disney 411? Uh, I want to say I do, but I don't. Okay. Well, to sum it up, it was, like, Disney's version of TMZ. (laughs) They were like, oh, shit, here's fucking Hilary Duff, and she's, I don't know, fucking on a TV show with us. That's wild. She's Liz McGuire. Anyway, why did I mention that? Because it's got the numbers 411 in it. <laughs> God damn it, Mike. Bird scooters, we're, we're rusty. We're getting rusty with the bird scooters. Hey, I thought it was clever. I mean, you, Actually, you're trying. TMZ. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing my best with what I got. We're, we're running on, uh, we're running on f- like low fuel here, apparently. Um, <laughs> that scene from uh, uh, The Adventures of Tintin, the movie, where their plane's running out of fuel, so he puts booze in the back, and he's like, that'll have to do. Cool. So, uh, the, <laughs> if, you, uh, if, if you haven't figured it out, which I don't, I don't think anybody's going to figure it out from what just happened there. I don't think they could. Uh, we're doing a topic called Missing 411 today. Uh, what is this, you ask? Well, that's a swell question, and it's very easily summed up, and I will sum that up for you now. <laughs> uh, so, in a nutshell, missing four... I know, we're, we're fucking killing it, bro. It's, it's, you're welcome, everyone. Uh, so, missing 411 in a nutshell is uh, the instance of people going missing in national parks, uh, and these disappearances are being covered up by the national parks... Uh, with the government's help, aka like the FBI uh, and the go- and the actual parks themselves, uh, hard hard air quotes on that whole sentence. Um, but that's pretty much the basis of what we're going to be talking about tonight. So, why is this even a thing? You might ask. That's a great <laughs> question because, well, there is a man named. David Polites. Uh, he used to be very big into uh, writing and researching Bigfoot. Uh, and then when that kind of took a shit, uh, he started to write these books called The Missing 411, uh, which were self-published books and two documentaries uh, documenting these unsolved cases of people who have gone missing in national parks. Uh, this is the guy that pretty much made this topic even known to anyone, realistically. Uh, so according to Polites, uh, his work on this subject began when he was doing research in a national park and an off-duty park ranger found him and expressed concern about the questionable nature of some of the missing person cases which had occurred in the parks. 
the ranger knew Pilates' background and asked him to research the issue, and Pilates obliged uh, and asserts that he uncovered multiple lines of evidence suggesting uh, negligence on the part of the Park Service uh, in failing to locate these missing people. He then broadened his investigation to include missing people from across the world, and this led to his belief that this was an uncovered that he had uncovered a mysterious like series of worldwide disappearances, uh, which he said defied logic and conventional explanations. Yeah, um, the, the fact that he found them in like clusters of these weird missing, like 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 a bunch of them in in like certain areas around the entire world is fucking crazy. If you're in the Discord, actually, and look at my and look at my uh, live video, which sorry if you're only hearing the audio of this, this is actually the cluster map of where these disappearances are happening. So, basically, if you look at the map, it's pretty obvious where these like main points of interest are. Uh, they're on fucking mountains, for the most part. <laughs> Not to be confused with Fuck Mountain, the uh, giant orgy pit in Minnesota. Right next to the flesh pit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty much the flesh pit. Uh, But no, it's like really foresty areas that have like, you know, uh, know, hills, mountains, valleys, stuff like that. Uh, It's pretty much where all these clusters show up. Uh, And I mean, realistically, there's like a ton of other... uh, like guidelines that they have uh, that like that these disappearances follow, uh, but basically, Pilates is of as of August 2021. He's written like ten books on the topic, and uh, he does not yet have a theory, like a, a hard theory. After ten years of writing these books uh, on what's causing the disappearances, although he indicates that the field of suspects is narrowing. Um, he's advised readers to go outside of their normal comfort zone to determine who or what is the culprit on their own. Sounds kind of like us when we tell you to go fucking figure it out. Um, (laughs) 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 yeah. And basically his books basically publicize the fact that like new U S national parks don't keep uh, lists of people that go missing in their parks. Uh, while there is a, it's that's that actually was kind of weird to me personally, but there is a database for these incidents uh, and criminal reports, but it like doesn't interface with other criminal databases. I also mentioned how like um, it's, it, I, I feel like they kind of went the, the the national parks are kind of like Disney World, where <laughs> if someone dies at Disney, they're never actually dead until they're off the premises. That way, they can legally say no one's died at Disney. Right. When, when I was reading about it, he mentioned how um, the parks will never say that someone died like at the park. They'll just register their name to like the general missing persons uh, like files. They'll never. There's not a file for like missing people at parks. It's just a generic missing persons file. So I, I got that kind of vibe from it, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a strange. Like the things that you read about in this whole thing are strange. They're very weird. Like even the the fucking name. Like did you did you see where the name missing four one one came from? Uh, well, in one of the uh, I, I listened to so I watched the documentary. I listened to a couple podcasts on the topic, and then I watched a few of his own videos. And the only thing I remember about the name is that. There was no discernible reason for it other than the fact that 411 is information, if you call it, and that 
missing is the topic and missing in people's information. I don't know if that's for sure or not, but the only the only dumb thing I read was because the the from what I read on an article, and this is where I got most of my information. I got it from historicmysteries.com. Um, they state that uh, he got the name Missing 401 from the internet error message, error 411, which means like missing data and stuff. Isn't that like 404? There's 404 where it's like a page can't be found, but I think 411 is another one where it's like if there's like data actually missing, like a main core piece or something. I don't know. I, I don't. If anyone here would know, it'd be you, but... That's just what it, I read was it was because of an internet 411 error. I got you. Hold on. 411 length required. The hypertext transfer po- protocol error 411 length required. Client error response code indicates the server's refusal to accept the request without a defined content length header. So you see where that could come into play here. <laughs> Don't you get it? Because the people, they have heads, and the websites have headers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, you know, that's, where, that's where it came from. Killing it, Mike. Killing it. Thank you. All right, and the Are last... Are you happy that we're doing this, everybody? I, I, <laughs> to all two listeners right now. <laughs> um, so the last thing I have to say about uh, Polites is that he has ten fucking books that span from... 2012 to recently uh this guy this man writes a book a year while he's also apparently researching missing peoples and also making movies um he wrote missing 411 they're all titled missing 411 but it's missing 411 eastern united states western united states and canada north america and beyond the Devil's in the Details, A Sobering Coincidence, Hunters, Off the Grid, Law, Canada, and Montana. <laughs> of course it ends on Montana. The most sinister of the states. So I actually have a lot more on uh, Polites, but I'm going to wait until you cover your co- uh, couple of topics to present yeah. this information, because I think it makes more sense that way. It works. So... Kind of going off a little bit of what Doug said, um, the whole thing with the missing 411 is that when he was doing this research, uh, the, the guy found out that a vast majority of the disappearances uh, occurred on like super popular hiking trails. He also found out that a lot of the victims were like very good like outdoorsmen and women. They were hikers, hunters. Uh, they knew the area quite well. Uh, he also mentions that Again, I know we t- touched on it before, but he noticed that there were, like, cluster spots all around the fucking world. Uh, but the big one that he saw was in uh, Sesame National Park in California. That one seems to be the most prevalent. Some of the more mysterious, uh, I guess, missing people from the missing 411 theories come from... Uh, Yosemite uh, National Park. Yosemite is such a hard word for me to say. Ah. Isn't uh, it Yosemite? Is it Yosemite? You, I see, I can't even say. Yosemite. Yosemite. What like Yosemite Sam. What am I saying? I whatever you said was not that. Yos, y- Yosemite. 
Doesn't fucking matter. I'm gonna call it by the way it's spelled Yosemite. <laughs> yeah, Yosemite. Oh my god, I hate you so much. <laughs> so that area. Every time I need it said, I'm just gonna do that to you, Doug. So uh, some of the missing people from that area are uh, Stacy Aras from 1981. Stacy's mom. He was. She, dude, she got it going on. But we never talked about Stacy's dad. I prefer Stacy's dad, actually. Have you seen that fucking hunk of a dude? Have you seen? Have you have you actually seen the the Stacy's dad song that's been going around right yeah. now? All right, cool. It's a good one. It's, it's pretty good. Pretty um, good. 1981. Uh, Stacy is a was a 14 year old girl who went horse riding with her dad and a couple of her friends. After reaching an area called the Sunset High Sierra Camp, Stacy decided that she wanted to go for a walk uh, to a nearby lake. This lake is apparently within earshot. Um, where they hiked, uh, uh, trailed up to. Stacy wanted to get some uh, photos from the lake, but when she went down there, she was never seen from again. Uh, her search lasted, the search for her lasted about nine days, and the only thing that they found of her was the camera lens from her camera. Oh, and she was surrounded by friends, her dad, everyone. And again, this lake was in earshot, so it's not like it was far away. It was a mystery man who to this day has gone unidentified uh he his case is from 1968 um in early august 1968 a man's body turned up in a crevice located within tenure peak uh this is a site not far from the sunrise i sierra camp that i just talked about where stacy's body or stacy disappeared um this man again has never been identified but the analysis of the body also never able to be determined um, like they were never able to determine a cause of death they even though they were like searching for something there were no weren't even like obvious like blood force trauma or uh, broken bones or anything that might allude to like a fall or anything there was nothing there was no evidence of how this man died they just found a fucking body there's Jeff Estes in 1976 um a little more than a mile away from the gorge where the mystery man's body was found in 1968, uh, a 25-year-old man named Jeff disappeared. The official, uh, even after the officials like searched, um, they couldn't find any evidence of where he went. And this guy was like a, uh, he was an ex-military man. He knew the terrain. He apparently hiked up um, this area hundreds of times. So when he went, his friends and family never thought anything of it. It wasn't until they never heard back from him for, like, weeks that they, you know, got the authorities involved, and they couldn't find anything on him. They couldn't find his body, no evidence of where he was, nothing. They were just like, man, Dad's been gone for, like, two weeks. <laughs> Should we, like, you know, I, say something? <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, he, you know him, he's a campy guy. <laughs> he's, he's all right. Yeah, he's, I'm sure he's okay. He's got his compass. Um, there's also Timothy Barnes from 1988. In mid-July in 1988, slightly northeast from the site where the mystery man's body was discovered 20 years earlier, Timothy Barnes vanished. Similar to the Jeff Estes case, even after meticulous search efforts, they found no evidence. Now, these four instances uh, kind of like prove a strange anomaly within the 411 cases um, of these, like, hot spots. Um, 
here we're seeing that within just a few miles of, you know, terrain, there's a huge concentration of lost people. Um, so one can assume that this might be like a uh, geographic issue. Maybe they're getting lost. Maybe there's like underground tunnels that people are falling into. But it's kind of odd that all this is happening within within just a couple miles. Um, I, I just think that's kind of baffling. Um, in the instance of Stacy Aris's case, um, David uh, Polides also encountered another weird, uh, I guess, mystery. Um, upon filing for a Freedom of Information Act to uh, a, a request to access the original case files for Stacy, um, the special agent from the National Park just said, "No, can't have these files." They never explained why. He was just denied these files from what was apparently a perfectly normal Freedom of Information request. Um, there's a more recent issue from a, uh, a Ronald Kirk who went and disappeared in 2012. So this one's very recent. Um, he was a runner, and this one is also a former Marine. Um, and he knew the Red Rock Canyon uh, like Calico Basin area very well. Um, he spent a lot of time outdoors. Um, there was a search and rescue team that found Kirk months after he disappeared. Months after. Um, he was less than 200 meters away from a popular like, route called the Turtlehead Peak. Um, authorities justified the delay in finding his remains by saying it was an optical anomaly, where the, his like body blended in with the pigments of the soil and the rock around him. Um, but what makes it very odd is before they found the body, they couldn't figure out a definitive cause of death when they did find the body, and the body turned up in an area that was already swept by search parties dozens of times. So real quick, let me stop you. There is yeah. like a ton, a ton of similarities between a lot of these missing persons uh, yeah. cases that like, the like I'm sure you have a, like a bunch more to talk about, but like... Those are the main ones. I, I don't have any more, really, but those were the main ones I wanted to bring up because those are all, like, they all happen within the same area of each other. And they all happen near very popular hiking areas where you think someone would find something. Well, that's that's the crazy part. So I watched the documentary. Um, there's, so there's a Hulu documentary called Missing 411. It's, by, it's like David Polite's, uh his own documentary um, where he goes around and talks to a bunch of people who are relatives or knew the missing people's. Um, it's pretty interesting as far as that goes. It teeters so hard on like true crime documentary, but uh, if you stick it out, the last like twenty minutes gives you some good information on some of the theories that we'll get into, uh, which I'm sure Mike has a ton of good ones for us. But uh, <laughs> but long story short, there's like this like uh, I don't know if you have the list or, or not, but there's like a bunch of like uh, the same or every case has these like certain uh points like these topic points that every case hits almost like if not all of them like m almost all of them uh it's like near uh, near body of water uh can't determine cause of death uh some weird uh like weather incident happens shortly after uh the missing person uh it's um uh the disappearance occurred in national park rural area large reserve of public land Exceptionally odd circumstances surround the disappearance. Mental illness or voluntary disappearance does not appear to be the, ca the cause. 
Those are a couple of them that I have. Yeah, and then, like, I think the other one was, like, there were some, like, really stupid ones. It was, like, most of them were wearing red. And I was, like, stop. Stop what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> Coincidence? No. <laughs> They're all in flannels, <laughs> you ass. All right. But, I mean, that kind of begs the question, like, what is going on here? No? Like, here are some of my theories. All right. Hear me out. First and foremost, Bigfoot playing a part in this, or the skunk ape. Love it. Or maybe our mud monster, maybe. Ooh, mud monster, also one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, it could be a it could be a cryptid thing. I mean, it could be cryptid snatching people up. The only issue I have with that one is a lot of these uh, disappearances are by like pretty well traveled routes to where I feel like other people are around. I mean, in Stacy's. Disappearance, for example, he was within earshot of her family and friends. So there's no way I think Bigfoot would be screeching up to her, going and snatch her up without anyone hearing. One, one more time. Uh, what does Bigfoot sound like? Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. He do. He do. Can confirm. This is one I think it might be. An alien, man. They do be aliens. It's always aliens. Um, in a lot of the, um, the the areas where people go missing, it does correlate with uh, UFO sightings. And there are even like UFO sightings, not 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 only like documents, but like video and stuff that people have, and uh, photographs of, of, of UFOs and things that people have in that exact same area where people are going missing. Fucking aliens, man. They're in on it. What aliens? I, the greys? The, the fucking reptilians? The insect people? Which ones are we talking about? You, I, Palladians? I, I, I'm thinking oh it's the greys. I'm thinking it's the, the greys. The guy's last name is Palladies. Doug. Alright. You, you got me there. You, you, I, I think I think it is, and I only say that because uh, this is going back to all the crazy skeptical shit that we talked about in Majestic Twelve, fucking Project Serpo. We allow aliens as a you know as a global world entity to abduct people. Like that's it. That's the end of the sentence. We allow them to do that. Let them do that in exchange for technology. Yeah, like, hey, you can go, you know, stick a probe here and there if you need. Just return the people. But that's the problem. They never return them correctly. They're always, like, dead. (laughs) They're like, yeah, here you go. In their defense, I don't think we ever put in the contract, like, dead or, like, alive. I think we probably put in there, just return them. Please Uh, return. (laughs) Be kind, rewind. Um, but I, I think it might be aliens. I have a couple other theories here, but I think that's the strongest one that, that sits. Uh, another theory was serial killers, but I don't think that really tracks, because usually serial killers have, like, an M.O., and it, from what it seems, there's not really much of an M.O. to these. It's just kind of the same, like, mysterious circumstance, but it's not like how, you know, uh, uh, some, uh, a serial killer might take canines out of someone's mouth. You know, it, or or they're bicuspids. They're not like the the fucking tooth killer. I don't really think it's a serial you, killer one. Are you getting off topic, Mike? There's a lot. Oh, of, the there's calcium. a there's a lot of tooth talk happening. Calcium crook. 
that's that's gonna be my murder name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the the, um, the serial killer one doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, it just the doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, not at all. Uh, no, uh, because especially because of how like how far spanned out all this is, because it's global. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. The serial killer is global. Uh, another one would be like uh, shadow governments, which this one could be it. Um, Pleiades does. Um, explore instances of other government agencies arriving at these sites and conducting their own investigations. Um, in one example, both the FBI and the National Guard engaged in a search for a missing child in 2013. A forest ranger that witnessed the exchange described it as two entirely different operations that seemed to have their own agendas. There were active efforts to the there were active efforts to distance them, themselves from each other, the FBI and the National Guard, and us National Park Service, and even the parents of the missing kids. So we already have multiple agencies looking into this, which is pretty fucking sus. But I think that also adds to my alien conspiracy. So actually, that's a good point because in the documentary, um, there was only a handful like. So uh, the FBI doesn't get involved in missing persons cases. Like ninety percent of the time, they don't they don't get like they don't involve themselves in that. Yeah, but there have been a handful of cases from missing persons in national parks where the FBI has shown up and been like, "Hey, uh, we're going to monitor this. Actually, uh, we're going to now take a bunch of notes, send it off to our, you know." data analysts off in fucking Virginia, and that's actually where we get a bunch of our uh, commonplace data for these missing people, so. Yeah. Yep, uh, it's, uh, that's all I got, but I mean, I think that's fucking wild how, I think the, it's the government agency and the UFOs, personally. Um, but you said you had a little bit more information? Yeah, so, I, w- I wanted to share this after everything, because I feel like this is like just like a big ol' fuck you... Uh, to is this something that we should do before after Lord Fake? Uh, I'd say before, and then okay. we can talk about real or fake for sure. Um, so a man named Kyle Polich, a data scientist and the host of the Data Skeptic podcast, uh, he documented his analysis of Pallades' claims in an article called "Missing 411." Uh, or well, he wrote an article about Missing 401, I should say. Uh, and he presented his analysis to, uh, like, a uh, a convention called SkeptiCamp, uh, held in 2017 uh, by the Monterey County Skeptics, because <laughs> that's a group of people, apparently. Um, he <laughs> can conclu- get, uh, get the Midwestern uh, version of that. Yeah, let's, we'll, we'll have to look into that. I should have done that, actually. Um, such a weird, just like, hey guys, are you skeptical about everything? Like, come on, join us. Let's let's. Under this Dairy Queen, whose lobby I rented out, so we can all get together. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many people attended Skepti Camp. Um, okay, so he concluded that the allegedly unusual disappearances uh, represent nothing unusual at all, and are instead best explained by non-mysterious causes such as falling. Sudden death, health crises, uh, you know, leading to a lone person becoming immobilized off trail, uh, drowning, bear attacks, environmental exposure, or even like someone's deliberate like disappearance, or maybe someone deliberately disappearing someone. So 
After analyzing all the missing uh, persons data, Polich concluded that these cases are not outside the frequency that one would expect or that there is anything unexplainable um, that he was able to identify. So in this discussion, uh, so in the presentation that was discussed, uh, an article came out in the Skeptical Inquirer, which, what the fuck, first and foremost, um, that's a shitty version of the National Enquirer. Like, that's, like, a grade below where... That's when you start thinking, like... No, they've got to be, like, the know. opposite. So, oh, where everything's the truth? Yeah, it's like, here's the National Enquirer, where they're just telling you a bunch of bullshit stories, and then they have the Skeptical Enquirer, where they're like, we're going to retell these stories and then tell you why we think this is bullshit. <laughs> <Get on that>. <laughs> <laughs> so, in this article that was in the Skeptical Enquirer, uh, a Susan uh, Gerbic reported that Pilates gave no reason for the disappearances but finds odd correlations for them. For example, two women missing in different years both had names starting with an A, with three letters, Amy and Anne. Polich concluded, uh, concluded in his analysis, I've exhausted my exploration for anything genuinely unusual. After careful review to me, not a single case stands out, nor do the frequencies involved seem outside of expectations. So in August of 2021, science communicator Brian Dunning released a Skeptoid episode, which is his podcast, which I actually listened to, it's pretty good, uh, which explained the missing 411 claims. Basically, he summarized the analysis done on the subject by both Kyle Polich and Madeline Oster of the Seattle University's Department of Criminal Justice. So in the report, Dunning states that the researchers have pointed out that many aspects of the cases have explanations that are well known, just apparently not to Polites. He points out that Oster's paper disproves Polites' own conclusion using the information that he himself presented in his own research. So basically, he used Polites' own Information to disprove himself, which is kind of hilarious. Hold up, congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> Straight up, dude. In real life. In real life. So, oh my God. after uh, Dunning looked at 243 different cases, all of which come from like a wide range of decades and scenarios, it becomes very clear that a lot of his claims are incorrect. Though not much can be said in the way of Germanic surnames or wearing red which is most common in the middle-aged Caucasian men's going missing, out of 243 cases, uh, this was the instance. 189 were male, 132 were between 20 and 59, and 220 of them were Caucasian. So over and over again, these men were allegedly experienced hikers, had some form of pre-existing health issue, uh, were actively engaged in dangerous trails, and this is basically the polar opposite of what Polites claims. So... Basically, Dunnings reported that Polich had confirmed that the FOIA uh, requests by Polites were actually made, and that some of them were denied, obviously, but he wrote that while Polites uh, asserts a cover-up conspiracy, a review of that data the National Park Service actually has suggests a more mundane expl uh, explanation. They simply don't have such information to provide. Uh, so Dunning concluded that the missing 411, a non-mystery, is a virtual clone of what we know as the Bermuda Triangle, a non-mystery. <laughs> so Pilates cites missing persons reports from national parks, and not even uh, he asserts that they are or, so. Uh, not even he asserts that they are at an unexpected rate, and though a few are never found, the majority of all 
uh, have one of the usual explanations uh, that we were talked about earlier. So the Bermuda Triangle would be unknown if it were not for the efforts of a few imaginative, uh, imaginative authors who cited actual disappearances and then made all sorts of insinuations and mysterious conditions and inexplic uh, inexplicable circumstances cloaking ordinary but tragic events with an air of mystery. So that being said, missing persons in the national parks would never receive any unique attention had David Polites done exactly the same thing. He took an ordinary but tragic event made all sorts of insinuations about them to weave an air of, like, undeserved mystery, and that's where we, we, we leave it off with missing 411. Mike, what do you think? What do you, how do you feel? Are we doing real or fake? Are you doing real or fake? I'll do real or fake. I'll do real or fake with you. Okay, uh, let's try to time this on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> on go, ready? Okay. Three, two, one, go. Real. Fake. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I'll right. let you go first. Why do you think it's real? I think the concept alone might be real of, like, I, I know, again, he was kind of proven wrong, but, I mean, I feel like this other guy might be some, like, CIA, FBI psyop, and he's just trying to dismiss the truth that uh, that Pallades is trying to put out there. So, like, I think he's wrong. Um, uh, but, I mean, if there's a bunch of mysterious, like, uh, disappearances that are going on, and especially if they're happening in clusters around certain spots. Yeah, you can kind of chalk it up to they just didn't know the environment as well as they thought, or maybe they fell into like an underground cavern or something. It's all well and fine, but the, you know the, the the weirdo in me still thinks aliens have something to do with this. <laughs> like I I don't my my heart's heart. I don't think they have anything to do with it. Like I really want them to. So I'm gonna say real because I want it to be real, really bad. I want aliens to be abducting these people very much. So I'm saying real for that that purpose. That is totally fair because when I explain why I think it's fake, it leans more towards the side of it being real. <laughs> so, so I think I think David Polites is fake. I think he's bullshit. I think oh, his God. research is just a big fat pile of garbage that being that being said i don't think missing peoples have any connection other than the fact that we live on a fucking planet where people go missing all the time if we can explain it with aliens cryptids just shit luck on their part i think that's real i think aliens i think cryptids abducting people is all too real we already know the government's probably covering it up. We already know that there's some conspiracy going on, but each individual case, I think, is an individual case. Personally. I mean, you could also, uh, you know, show the theory that... I, so, I bring up the underground tunnel thing a lot, because if you pull up the image that you have of all the, like, the, the missing picture you had of the United States with all the, the missing people on it, if you also pull up a picture of the the large underground tunnel system in the United States, it looks pretty damn similar, the two pictures. They're almost the exact same. So that's why I kind of think it could be something where these people went missing if they just kind of fell in some sort of underground tunnel system and just died or something in, like, these cave systems. Um, but, again, I want to believe... 
I don't take it away from me. I want to believe. I, 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 I know. I, I seriously, I do agree with that whole that whole statement because uh, a lot of the facts are yes, the hot spots are, you know, where giant underground caverns are taking place. You've got, uh, you know, very, very well known areas where Bigfoot sightings have occurred, um, like UFO sightings. UFO sightings, like uh, uh, New Mexico is a huge hot spot. Uh, California and Oregon are huge hotspots. Uh, shit, just pretty much anywhere with dense ass forest, lots of mountains, you name it. Motherfuckers are getting fucking just scooped up. <laughs> just yeeted into a UFO. Straight, straight yeeted. But uh, other than that, I mean, that's really all we got. At least that's all I got on the yeah. topic. It was a pretty oh, fun research for sure. I will say I agree with you, though. I think this, the, the Pallades guy, I think he's kind of full of it. I think he came up with a... Because he is, like, a retired cop of, like, 20 years or something. I think he had, thought he had something, and then found out, like, oh, I don't really have much here. How can I make this a little bit more fantastical? <laughs> like people do with Bermuda Triangle, you know? But I think that's exactly what happened. He, uh, he, he, he had an idea at first. He didn't go how he thought. So he just went the fantastical route. I forgot. I forgot to bring this up actually, but apparently David Polites was a uh, used to be a police officer or some sort of ranger. He was a cop for like twenty years or something. Yeah, and then he got a fucking misdemeanor and then fired. <laughs> and so don't trust much of what he says. <laughs> um, shit. I guess with that being said, uh, Doug. Actually, no. I'll start. I'll let you finish this one off. Alright. Um, so everyone, again, we want to thank you for putting up with us for this next couple weeks. Again, please uh, bear with us. We know the audio is not the greatest. We're running off Discord. We know things are going to be a little sloppy, but me and Doug are in the baby steps of learning audio editing and whatnot. Uh, we like to very much just say thank you, and we appreciate every, each, and single, each and every single one of you that choose to stick around to listen to us through thick and thin. Um, you are the best part of the Deluti, um, uh, group, and, um, as your cult leader, I appreciate you not leaving the cult. Um, thank you, um, go to, uh, find us on all socials at DelutiPod, uh, linktree.com slash DelutiPod, patreon.com slash DelutiPod, you can go to buy me coffee, uh, slash DelutiPod, but let's face it, you're gonna be buying us booze. Um, on the YouTube, we are Don't Look Under the Internet. Um, I will say, to make it easier on all of you listening, I know not all of you are on our social medias, but if you want, like, updated news on what's going on, we have been posting for the last, uh, like half a week, week almost now, about the whole issue that's been going on. Um, so if you want, you know, if, if, if you're, last week, for example, you were trying to look for an episode and there wasn't one there... If you looked on our Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or anything, you would have seen why there wasn't one. So if you want updated Diluti news, find our social medias. They're all in the link tree. For our Discord as well, we have a pretty awesome Discord family on here. The link to the Discord is in the link tree as well. And then pick yourself up some fun merch. Um, get it while it lasts because we are revamping that merch site and we're going to put on some different stuff here soon. So whatever's in there now it might not be there 
come a couple weeks from now. So get it while you can. The link for the merch is also in the link tree, and it's in the description to all of our socials. Yeah, so that being said, actually, uh, when we do come back and start doing things uh, again uh, in the correct fashion, uh, it will be what I guess we would call our Season 2. Uh, and it's going to come along with basically what we're calling Diluti V3. Uh, I think we may have mentioned that once before. Uh, I don't remember, actually. But uh, it's going to be an all-around uh, all like revamp of everything we're doing. I know we're coming back with less content, but we are going to hopefully be dropping some fucking banger episodes for you guys. Um, and I'm very excited, actually. Yeah, it's going to be a little, little less... Quantity, but better quality, I would say. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah like Doug said, we're coming back. We're going to be new to Ludi. New, new Ludi. So <laughs> get ready for new Ludi. Um, that's all I got to say. Um, uh, you know, if you're, if you're listening and you're out there, I want you to go to the person closest to you and just lock eyes with them. And don't break that eye contact, no matter what happens. Do not break that eye contact. If you're on, like, a train or something and they go to leave, follow them without breaking eye contact. And if they ask, what the fuck are you doing? Tell them, I hope you have a nice day. And then just skedaddle on out of there. Uh, yeah, uh, how do I follow that? Um, I need you to take your pain, and I need you to walk it into the nearest forest preserve closest to you and after that uh don't just don't don't get abducted um make sure uh your peen is safe don't don't separate from the peen um that's a good one um (laughs) just make number 99 yeah if, if you separate from it uh you will then be abducted by whatever is out there um so just uh do that and you can take your bean too if you have your bean it doesn't matter bean and peen your choice but uh yeah fuck you guys uh hate everyone and uh <laughs> thanks for coming goodbye everybody bye, bye.